This week on Another Digital Citizen, we are going to talk about U.S. primary election coverage, the ninth planet, Planet X or Nibiru. We're going to talk about Bridge of Spies, and we are going to cover American Crime Story, Episode 2. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Fro, and I'm here to entertain your ears. If I'm entertaining your ears, I'm doing something right. The one that I am entertaining your ears with is Luke. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Are you you ready to entertain people's ears? Yeah, we're going to tickle some eardrums. Right here for the next couple hours. Tickle uh, Yeah, tell tell isn't feeling too good. Uh, maybe she will be next week. Let's hope that. Uh, so look, this week has been a bunch of bad and good news. Uh, let's start with the uh, the democratic town called. Uh, debate. I did not watch this because I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So please tell me about it. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was Bernie Sanders again uh, against uh, Hillary Clinton. I guess this was kind of their first showdown, one on one kind of thing going on here. Well, I'm not sure we can count the robots. To be honest, it didn't really. Oh. Right. Did you see the thing of uh, the Rubio, uh, the hashtag? Yes. Rubio robot. Yes. What are they? Ta- they're taking our our gimmick. I know. They stole our gimmick. They're calling I them know. Rubio the robot, but that was our O'Malley gimmick. Yeah. They're stealing from us. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Dem- Democratic town hall. Um, it it was pretty good. Uh, as far as uh, town halls go, uh, I think like I said last time they had a town hall. Bernie is a lot better at these because he's just a really good public speaker. Mm. Um, but this happened the last Wednesday, so a full week ago. I think we have another one uh, tomorrow. Okay. So it seems like forever ago at this point uh, after the other debates and then the election yesterday. So, um, But yeah, it was pretty good, I guess. And I did not see the Republican debate, but let me guess. 
Trump was Trump. Rubio was Rubio. Cruz was Cruz. And the rest was themselves. Uh, yeah, I thought Kasich did a pretty good job in this debate. Yeah, I think it showed kind of in his, in the vote that he did a pretty good job. Yep. Uh, I don't know, it's like he came out of his shell, kind of. Like, I've, I haven't seen him act like this in a debate up until now. Uh, how so maybe can, it's just like a last minute change or something. How can such an ugly man have such a beautiful wife? Who? John Cusack's wife is hot. Oh, I've never seen her. She is hot. Huh. I did not know that. She's a lady. You should Google her. Google image search. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll try it. That's a weird one. Let's see if it's, it'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. She. I, I was like, I hope that's her. Uh, his daughter. And I was like, nah, it's his wife. <laughs> I was like, how is that possible to have such a beautiful wife and look like the grump that stole Christmas? Oh, yeah, she's... Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's hot! An old lady. Yes, yeah. she's hot. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, the thing I'm looking at, they have some kind of unflattering pictures of her. We're like, <laughs> that's the most interesting about the, the Republican debate is how hot the wife is. Oh, and the opening part of it. Uh, oh. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it. When they anything. came in? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, oh, yes, I heard about that. I heard about that. <laughs> did you see a video of it or anything? Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay, so <laughs> apparently there was some confusion about cars uh, coming in uh, oh, that's funny. Uh, onto the stage, and it they was... got all backed up, and Carson's just standing there like a goof. <laughs> it looked so goofy. It, it, you would think that they would have just been like, okay, here's the order. You guys are coming out. You don't need to hear your name and then like... like... He, he, he stands there and he looks so super confused. <laughs> I love that. Uh... I guess we, oh, we skipped the Democratic debate. We did oh, yeah. the town hall, but the debate was the next day uh, before the uh, before the Republican debate. And... Um, it was interesting as far as it was the first time Hillary really attacked Bernie. There was a lot of, like, back and forth in this one, um, whereas a lot of the Democratic baits before this uh, have been really, um, would you? F- I wouldn't say fair, but they've been really nice to each other to agree. Right, Fro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of why you don't like the Democratic debates, right? Yes. Because they, I don't know how to describe it, but they almost made a non-verbal agreement to, like, kind of not bash each other. Mm-hmm. But that was not what happened in this debate. Hillary <laughs> came out swinging, uh, pretty much, and... Uh, She's desperate. Yeah. Well, at least in this state. And Bernie really deflected everything. And at one point, she... Um, she's bringing up some... She was bringing up something that he had already gotten, basically made the answer to it. Uh, in his previous statement, but she's just kind of reading, or not, you know, just kind of reciting what she was going to say anyways, but he had already answered the question, so eh, you could tell she was definitely had prepped for this uh, in a certain way, that she was just kind of going off of her uh, game plan 
you could tell in this debate. Um, but it was it was a really uh, heated debate. I'll say that. Cool. Uh, yeah, the Republican debate. Uh, tell me about it. Was it? Oh yeah, we just did that. So. Okay. Yeah, yep. but what We're... about it? Well, was that the only thing? There was one fun about that the was interesting. Bit? Uh, the beginning. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it it was like Carson was late. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, him and Donald Trump were both standing there like goofs. That that part was interesting. The whole uh, the Kasich was really good yeah, in it, Kasich. I guess. Um, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. He did say in this that in this debate that he wanted to bring back waterboarding and much worse than that. Yay! So that's good stance to be to have. Um, if I was a Muslim, I would move out of the United States before he was elected president as fucking soon as possible. <laughs> oh, oh, let me let me uh, d- d- say that in a different way. I'm sorry. If I was in America and I, I was an American, I would move the fuck out of the country. <laughs> I don't know how much chance he has, but uh, worst one thing, president ever. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. I mean, at this point, the guy's calling himself a nationalist uh, <laughs> on TV. So there was another nationalist party uh, back in the day um, in Germany. They had a nationalist party. You might want to check out, but um, never heard of yeah. Them. Yeah, uh, not great. Uh, but they're uh, even kind of in the, in the news. They're kind of booking uh, if it was a Bernie versus Trump uh, in the regular. They're kind of booking it as the socialist versus the nationalist because uh, they're both doing really good. So interesting. Uh, so let's talk about the depressing and happy part. Uh, about the New Hampshire primary. Uh, oh my god, uh, Clinton was beat. <laughs> like, it was. Yeah. Like, like uh, uh, my favorite TV channel of all time, Fox News. Do- they don't really cover uh, uh, the Democratic, Democratic side. Uh, side at all. Like,. And, and like you know, it's it's like and here's the weather. Oh, by the way, Bernie Sanders won, won the primary. <laughs> yeah, it might be in the scroll. It might be in the scroll at the bottom of the screen in the bottom. It's third. almost. It's almost like that. <laughs> oh, by the way, but even they they will like look how much Clinton got beat. Like her worst nightmare was to be beaten by like ten percent. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, she wasn't beaten by ten percent, was she? No. Uh, let's see. It's uh, twenty tw- over twenty-two percent. Yes, she got beaten by that, so. That's kind of uh, a lot. It's basically fifty-six thousand <laughs> fifty-six thousand votes. Yeah. So. So a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got handily beaten. I mean, we said last week that was almost guaranteed Bernie was going to win. It was just a matter of how yeah. badly. Uh, she got beat. Mm. Um, so and yeah, how did, how how happy she did not we? have the comeback apparently that she was looking for. Oh. How happy are we on a scale from one to ten? Eight. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I knew this was coming. 
but uh, it definitely gives Bernie the momentum going into the next couple states. I guess the next two are South Carolina and Nevada. So the, those are in, we'll cover those in two weeks. Um, okay. At least three of them. I don't think I think the Nevada. I think the Nevada caucus happens after the show in two weeks. So we might have to cover that later. But we'll see what happens. Hello, another digital citizen. We cover the news. <laughs> uh, I was asked. I was asked on the hospital. By the way, I was talking about the, the the podcast, and the first thing someone asked me about is how we came out uh, up with our uh, like description of the show. Like the last show was named. What was the name? The last name showed. Uh, eyebrow trees. Yeah. From when we talked about, uh, or t- till we talked about the, the Reverend. Right, because of the yeah. poster. That's yeah. where that came from. Um, and, and, but in, it kind of went with the rest of the show because we also talked a lot about, uh, um, John Travolta's eyebrows yes. in, in the American tri- crime story, which we'll yeah. talk about later, but. Yeah. So, in general, we try to pick out something we find it's funny. Uh, last show was the last. Last show was actually the first show we just said to look. Puts. <laughs> we were not sure what the show was going to be called, and Luke always listens through the show before he releases it. So he had full, full, uh, like, what can I call it? A license, I guess. License to to name the show. And and uh, the the next day I woke up and the first thing I check sh- uh, is uh, is the title of the show, and I was like, of course he named it that. <laughs> 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 when I th- was thinking back on the show, I was like, of course <laughs> it couldn't be named anything else. So in yeah. general, we we just we, we try to at the end of the call. When we done the podcast, we try to discuss our way into the title, and that's generally how we do it. Like we we discuss it, we try to find something funny or something we said that was kind of strange, or yeah. So Luke yeah. Try, tries to remember uh, to write down, and uh, every time. Uh, and last week you forgot to write down. Oh uh, yeah, I don't always get something. I mean you you. Usually one of us remembers something. Yeah. So uh, I'm it usually at- always works out. Last week it was a weird show. You were in the hospital yeah. and everything. So um, just a weird show in general, uh, <laughs> and a lot of editing that went into I'll it. So a lot of editing. <laughs> I listened back to the show. I was like, oh, I'm not sure we recorded it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. But it turned out lengthy. I mean, it took. Oh a yeah. Long- Took a bit longer to record it, but yeah, yeah it um, felt like six hours show. <laughs> <laughs> because we I was were, up all night editing. Uh, we were interrupted all, out. all the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's uh-huh. what they do in a hospital. Like when you're in a hospital, that getting interrupted is like what the nurse's job is. Apparently, yeah. they're like, "Are you sleeping? Let me interrupt you." And there was a lot of Norwegian talk <laughs> in the background in the last episode. If you listen. 
Uh, yeah, there's the one. There was the one spot that I left in that yes. was really, but there was a lot more spots that were <laughs> more lengthy like that. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So in general, we try to remember something strange with that. Uh, we we never had any arguments about the the, the the title. Like that's the that's like one of the main things we discuss when we we stop recording. But it's never like we 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 fight. Like in general, we fight about stupid things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this, usually this. they're not fights. They're usually like just little. Uh, Disagreements on which way, to, which yep. direction to go in certain things, uh, but we always resolve them somehow. Yeah. So let let's 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 go give the listeners a little like insight to to a segment coming up. We 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 have uh, truth with Tron. Uh, Tron uh, uh, that has been on the show one episode, has it? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I said to him in a, in uh, like uh, maybe two three weeks ago, I said that we would like him to make a segment, and that he I would be okay if it was around five minutes. And suddenly <laughs> today, no, yeah, because I woke up today, I, I find out that his segment is eight minutes long, and I got. Right. I, I'm going to be honest. I got a little pissed because <laughs> I, I, I felt it was kind of not respecting uh, my judgment when he recorded something that was eight minutes long, and then I said to him, "Maximum five minutes." His his side of the story is that I've said uh, maximum ten minutes. And I suddenly get get to to hear it. It's a really good segment, and and you you're going to listen to it soon, listeners. We're going to talk about the New Hampshire primary and Oregon militia update before it. But I, I wanted to talk a little, like uh, generally, about how we make the podcast because it it isn't really. Uh, we try to make it a democracy, and we try to like air out our differences before we get on the show. Because one of the things that I hate with a lot of shows is that when people like scream over each other to to get their point through, like yeah, you know, those podcasts where it's just ten people yelling over the top of each other, you can't uh, understand what anybody's saying. Yeah. yeah, those podcasts are the worst. I fucking hate those podcasts. <clears throat> and and we 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 try to. Well, I I'm really bad at it. I, I'm going to be the first that says that I I speak a lot over uh, both you and Taylor. I'm really bad at it. But I'm bad at it because I'm so engaged in what we do. I forget right. that we record. Like, right. Sometimes you could tell Fro is just think he just he gets in this mindset where he's just on a telephone call. Yes. Kind of. Oh yes. And not yeah. You get in that mode. Uh, I understand that. I sometimes I see it coming, and I try to deter you a little <laughs> bit, one way or another. Uh, I have little tricks. I got little tricks that I do, but tricking the frog. But generally, this week, the argument was about the the amount of time this yes. was, and uh, yeah, I mean we're we'll see if it's too long. We'll feel it out and see yeah. 
if this if it if it flows with the rest of the show. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that I guess after this yeah. militia update. Let's get into that real quick. Yeah, it's but, like, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I wanted to continue a little about the New Hampshire primary because we didn't talk about the Republican side. Oh yeah. We're all over the place today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is how we have gone. This is bounce, how bounce how we do it with, with with when we are two people online. <laughs> oh my gosh, this podcast is all over the place. We um, are such bad podcasters. So yeah, well, let's go back to the Democratic yes. part. Uh, Sanders won. Obviously, he got fifteen delegates. Sixty uh, percent of the vote. Clinton got nine delegates. Yeah. So Sanders is ahead, but we got a long way to go. And we'll move on to the Republicans. Surprised. Yes, because I thought Rubio was going to do a hell uh, much better than he did. Because how many delegates did they get? Zero. <laughs> oh, no, he got three. Really? Yeah, uh, anything above 10% gets delegates in this state. Oh. And he got ten. He got 10.6. Oh. So he just barely got in there and in under the cut. So bad. Yeah. He was like basically last place as far as getting delegates. There are people below him, yeah, uh, percentage-wise. But, but oh my gosh, Trump won, like by a landslide. Like, oh yeah, well I mean as as far as much of a landslide as you could win when there's uh, what nine uh, <laughs> nine candidates, yeah. <laughs> so, but he won, right. How many? Um, yeah, he got uh, 35% of the vote. Yeah. Uh, he gets 10 delegates. Uh, Kasich came in second, surprise, kind of a surprise second, but he only had 15%, so it's way down there. And kind he got of basically less than he got less than half the votes of yeah. Trump. And kind of a waste of a second place because he has a snowball chance in hell to get the presidency. Like, uh, I would say, yeah, yeah. Uh, this could do him good. We'll see. Uh, like, we have a long way to go still in the in this primary stuff. Right. Uh, we got a couple months, so um, it could kind of propel him forward. Uh, and if something weird happened, he could kind of squeeze in there. I guess. Uh, I think he did well in New Hampshire just because of the New Hampshire kind of values that the, yes. that that state has. And he did really well in the debate, like I said. Yeah. And I think that helped him out a lot as well. Um, Cruz is not the kind of guy who's going to win in New Hampshire. No, he did definitely not win. <laughs> right. It, this isn't Iowa. Like, I guess if you're from another Rubio. country, looking, we at, looking at these Rubio. two elections and looking at uh, who won, and, and you could see how different it is different states in America are, like completely different demographics, uh, which is kind of interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess we should go through the rest of them. Uh, yeah. Cruz, 11.5%, he got three. Bush, 11%, he got three. And then Rubio was 106 he got three. Everybody else got zero delegates. Um, but and they're all just kind of taking, taking up all the... Uh, all the percentage, like yeah. if we get rid of a bunch of these people, uh, the uh, Fiorinas, the Carsons, uh, the Christies, that's uh, there's a good fifteen percent right there of votes. Yeah, in this at least in this 
primary that could have been going somewhere else. So, so who got dead last by the Republicans? Carson. Yes. He's not. I'm just, he he's gonna be out here pretty soon. Yep. I, I heard that he does not. His funding is not that great, um, and he's losing money a lot. So he's already like I think it was like three weeks ago he did this whole shakeup uh, in his campaign staff where he fired a bunch of people or they were let go and he hired a bunch of new people to try to kind of go a different direction probably, um, and it obviously didn't work. So yeah, I'm guessing like I've said before that he'll be one of the next ones to go out. Uh, but you know he, can, I'm guessing he'll hang on till March, maybe if he's he got the money. Said on 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 Fox News more or less that he would be Trump's running mate. Okay, I I don't know if Trump would pick him. Nope. Uh, one reason number one, and I'm sorry to say this, he's black. Uh, at least no, Trump, uh, that would be a problem. Probably way Trump supporters. Yes, uh, no you know what I mean? fucking way Trump would do that. I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot today. It must be the it, it must be the operation. It's done me more swear. It's a swearing operation. It, it'll, it'll get people used to once we get into the Tron segment because swearing in there. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm softing I'm softing them up to the Tron segment. That man knows how to curse. He shouldn't be a sailor. Okay. Organ militia update. Right, not much has changed. There's still four guys in this building. Okay. they haven't gone anywhere. And I guess the police have tried to kind of communicate with them. And the only communication in inside and out of this building that these four guys have is a cell phone that was provided by the FBI. So they're at least <laughs> in communication with the FBI, but the FBI does not seem to be doing anything. And I saw some video of um, of these guys with the backhoes and stuff that are there, like building up kind of, um, I would say, like mounds of dirt around this building, kind of setting up perimeters and stuff like that. So they're kind of ready to fight. They they want to go out guns blazing is what it looks like. So, again, how long has this been going on? Uh, oh, I think this is the long. fifth week. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we these guys are still in there. So just freaking pretty dumb. Hey, uh, do you know what a uh, uh, Democrat is or... How would you like define a Democrat? Define a Democrat? Yes. Uh, uh, generally liberal side of politics. Mm. Do you know what? Do you, do you know what a socialist is? <laughs> yes. Why? Why are we talking about this? Because oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get a segment. You're trying to do a segue. I wanted I'm to talk about something. Really cool. trying to do a segue. I want to talk about this website I found uh, about the uh, debates. Uh, There's this website. It's called debatedrinking.com. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 
If you you want to go there, Fro, and check it out real quick. Uh, please send me the link on Skype. Yeah, I'll send you a link real quick. Um, okay. So this website is set up to – for basically it's a drinking game that goes with oh my gosh, the That's debates. Uh, so okay. the rules are – it's uh, – the drinking game is kind of like Texas Hold'em. And each candidate gets, like, a unique <laughs> set of words. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. And every time they say those words, you have to drink, basically. I am um, best. So, yeah, everybody go check out debatedrinking.com if you want to watch the d- debates while you're drinking. Kind oh of interesting. Gosh, that's funny. All right. Oh, hey, do you know what the socialist is, Luke? I know what a democratic socialist is, bro. Uh, do you know who's going to try to explain that to us? No, who's going to try to explain that to us, bro? Uh, a guy called Tron. And here's this segment. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. My name is Trond. Trond Vattnetweiten. This is the new segment on this show uh, called uh, Trond Tell the Truth. I don't know what Fro and Luke was thinking when they asked me to do this. On a Norwegian, like me, commenting on bullet vents or ping who I think is bullshit. Well, they did, and here I'm going to do it. Every week from now on. So, if you listen to my English, it's not very good. But I, again, I am a Norwegian. Today, I have to talk about one thing who really interested me, and that is the word socialist. From from my point of view, I'll read American newspapers, watch American TV shows, and so on. Is always a take on the word socialist. Like, well, what is socialism? Socialism is something bad. Socialism is what destroys the rest of the world. Not having socialism is what makes America unique. I don't know, but it looks like when it comes to conservative debate, that is the word you can just say to end it: liberal, socialist. Or even better, French. The Republican candidate for for presidency, Ted Cruz, launched the term New York values. Like New York values will be something slightly negative. But we all know what he really thinks. Those grisly liberal New Yorkers who never vote for a conservative presidential candidate. Good values are those our Scandinavians don't understand. As rednecks, guns and religion. Lunatics who claim the world is 6,000 years old. And the theory of climate change comes from Satan himself. Now, as I said, I'm a Norwegian, so maybe I don't understand everything. But New York is a city I associate with good American values. For many of my ancestors, this was the gateway to the new world. The Statue of Liberty looked at us as we arrived from the sea. Did you know the statue was a gift from the country conservative people love to hate? France. Even my mother was born in New York during the Second World War. And that's why this city is a little bit personal for me. The city has one of the world's largest financial centers, known as Wall Street. This is not exactly known for being a socialist stronghold. The city is also an exporter of American entertainment to every corner of the world. Names like Woody Allen, Martin Scorsese, Truman Capote, plus many of the world's greatest artists lived and died there. They have Broadway. Do I need to say more? And if that wasn't enough, the American-owned Blue Eye Frank Sinatra wrote an anthem for the city. I gotta be a part of it, New York, New York. Well, I shall not sing more for you, but you understand. This song is so 
it's like a national song for everybody who loves good music. Yet, the city is not anonymous with good American values, according to Ted Cruz and other conservatives. I don't get it. But who are I to argue against a conservative birder from Canada? Like the American media, there are very few in Norwegian media who actually wrote or aired anything about Bernie Sanders. But there were a few of us political junkies who knew who he was. We knew about a brave independent senator from Vermont who did not bother to try to flirt with the hardline conservatives like many of his Democratic colleagues so called did. But we were among the few. Like the American media, the Norwegian media also found thought it was much more fun to write and tell us everything about the vulgar racist bullshit Don Trump withdrew from his asshole rather than talking about a candidate addresses serious political issues. The media was more interested in stuff getting shared and liked on social media like Facebook rather than informing the public. But unlike Trump, Sanders is not that entertaining. Not to harass women and Hispanics. He believed in evolution, that climate change is real and fight for people of all color and sexual orientations. He talks about the poor versus the greed at Wall Street, racism, police brutality and ridiculous military spending. He never gave a shit about unpopular his causes was as long as he felt them to be right. He worked with Martin Luther King, fought for women's rights before anybody else did. He worked in marches with Harvey Milk for gay rights long before many liberal and progressive in his party dared to do so. He was leading, not following others. But the conservatives don't see this. Or, yes, that's what they really do. And they see his ideas as dangerous for their own dream to create a stupid America where priests and religions runs the show. Instead of saying that, they hide themselves behind words like religious freedom and making America great again, while they're screaming socialist, communist and Stalinist about Bernie Sanders till their throat gets sore. I don't understand this, but again, I'm Norwegian. So why do I not find Bernie Sanders to be a radical? Is it because I live in what you would call a socialist country? A radical dictatorship, as many Tea Party will call it. A dangerous country where media is controlled by a secret socialist agenda, where intellectuals, artists and scientists keep a grip on the population and no one is allowed to be millionaires. Woohoo! Well, let me tell you a little about my country. We have implanted nearly all the political ideas Sanders is talking about. Now, of course, we have racism and fools like Trump had too. Yet, the issue Sanders addresses has been completed in Norway. What has that led to? Imprisonment, dictatorship or violation of civil rights, destruction of, of the private sector and prosecution of everyone who has more than a million dollars on their bank account? No. It meant that Norway has the largest middle class and we have millionaires. Or as the conservative would call them, job creators. Of course these millionaires, or billionaires sometimes too, could have earned even more money if you have shattered all the unions, privatized health care, and cut off all the social security that exists. But believe me, they live very well. If you don't believe me, you can come to Norway and I'm going to show you it. I have grown up in what you would call a welfare society, where people can reach the American dream, regardless how you stand financially. So, that's why I find Bernie Sanders not to be so radical in any way. Bernie Sanders could just as well be a politician in our conservative party, which is to the left of where your democratic party stands today. And that's sad. So what do the conservative Republicans fear? They fear the people. 
Main differences between Norway and the United States are these basic things. In Norway, people vote, and when they vote, they vote for their interests. In Norway, it's difficult to get weapons, while it's easy to vote. In the United States, it's hard to vote, but easy to get weapons. The conservative agenda is clear. They are afraid of change, afraid of losing their power, afraid of losing their grip on the population. It's one thing I have learned through 20 years of politics, is that no one gives up power voluntarily. All the candidates say they will make the United States great again. But do they know what made the United States great in the first place? Do they know what decade the US was the greatest? Check it out and ask yourself again, is Bernie Sanders a dangerous radical person? Mark Rubio said that the United States is about those who have and those who are soon to have. But the truth is, the United States is about those who are fucked and soon to get fucked. If you want change, don't sit still and share, only share your thoughts on Facebook and other social media. You must vote. Lift your fucking asshole out and vote. And yes, you must vote for Bernie Sanders. This is Trump Tells the Truth. Bye. See you next week. That was uh, Truth with uh, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Yeah, thank you, Tron. Uh, if you're interested in doing something like this, contact me or Luke. You will get maximum, and I'm telling you this, maximum eight minutes. If it's eight and a half minutes, we're not going to keep it in. Cut. You're cut. Cut. Because we 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 are we are uh, dictators of the show. <laughs> we are kind of. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Uh, the dual dictatorship. Uh, <laughs> the dual dictatorship. <laughs> we decide with the iron fist. Uh, uh, what was decided with an iron fist? <laughs> See the Segway? I'm I'm the master of Segways today. Um it was Super Bowl. Did you watch Super Bowl for Super Bowl? Like I I didn't even really watch the Super Bowl to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. Yep. Did you watch any of it? I'm I'm I... so low at interest at that I actually don't know which piece was in it and who lost and who won. Uh, that, it was the Bron- I know it was the Broncos and the Panthers. Okay. Uh, and I know that the Broncos won. Okay. But I didn't actually watch it. I only know that because I have a friend that's like a huge Peyton Manning fan. <laughs> but yeah, I did see the halftime show. Uh, Me too. And I watched some of the commercials, but I, I watched know, every not, not, single commercial. Yeah, there's not too much to talk about with the commercials. Uh, I don't know. Was there any you really liked or really hated? Uh, I loved uh, the new uh, trailer for uh, the Jungle Book. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, the... There was a couple of good trailers. Uh, yeah. I would say I didn't like the Turtle trailer. Because that <laughs> super... Uh, looks the so Ninja Turtles fun. trailer. Yeah, it looks it looks ridiculous. Um, I and I going... hate this puppy monkey baby bullshit. Oh my Get gosh! Out of here! Yes, yes, please. I saw this commercial. What it, it oh. was on YouTube ads like two weeks before yes. the Super Bowl came out, and it was it's annoying so then. Annoying. Oh, I hate it. And it's not done in a way where it's like 
creepy funny oh. or kind of like cute creepy. It's oh. just annoying. It is just annoying. Annoying. <sighs> All right, and, okay. and I guess uh, did you see the halftime show? Yes, I'm. Okay. I'm. I'm huge. Uh, huge into uh, Coldplay. Is that a joke or yes? <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that's gotta be a joke. Nobody's huge into Coldplay. I hate Coldplay. Who cares? This is a Coldplay was a band that like uh, got good in the nineties. They got picked up by a record company, uh, and they got they had in America. They got after they kind of got big in in the UK, and I don't remember which company it was, but they got like a four uh record deal and it yeah. was like the highest um why payment for a four record deal ever at why? the time why and the first album totally just failed like they expected them to be like the next beatles kind of oh my gosh and that album just failed but they had already made this kind of contract with them and they're still around because the most in- interesting thing about Coldplay is that uh, one of them fucked Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, that's the most <laughs> interesting thing about Coldplay. I just think it's interesting that they're still around because basically the reason they're still around is because some company had so much money and invested in them that they didn't have any other choice but to keep pushing them. But, and now they're don't you, don't playing you, the Super Bowl. <laughs> but don't you agree that's a Chris Martin fucking Gwyneth Paltrow and making... Um, well, I, I didn't know that. I don't, I'm, you're the TMZ guy. I don't yeah. follow that crap. But yeah, I am the TMZ guy. I have been in on TMZ forever. Oh, on TMZ, but yeah. you probably looked at it. Yeah, you haven't actually been on the show though. Which I guess people don't know that, but Fro's been on TMZ. Oh yeah, uh, many times. A number like of times. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm huge there. I'm big in Japan, you know. <laughs> oh, but did you see the controversy with uh, Beyonce's uh, dancers? Yes. And everything? Yes. I guess we should talk about that a little bit. Um, uh, her dancers were dressed up like Black Panther. Yep. Uh, women, I guess, with the afro and the beret and whatnot. And oh, yeah. If you didn't know... People uh, had a... Big problem with this. I don't know. What do you think about yeah, it, bro? It's hyped. It's overhyped. Like I could not care less. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she's trying to do something here with this angle of the. I mean, if you saw, I didn't really actually watch it, but I saw some clips of her new music video when I was watching some news about this. Uh, but. Do you think people were surprised that she showed up in the halftime show where Coldplay was going to be uh, singing? Uh, no. Uh, well, I wasn't. <laughs> but I uh, uh, I didn't really know who was going to be in it at all. So there's that. And then there was this other group. Who is this guy? This other guy that was in it? Oh, like yeah. Leather jacket? Yeah. I don't know who that was. Uh, me neither. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care either. Yeah, but he like these guys are in outfits that sometimes uh, back when Comedy Central would run like old Saturday Night Lives, and you'd see like a Saturday Night Live from the eighties, and there'd be like a musical guest, and you'd yeah. see them, and you'd be like, man, they are gonna regret wearing that. Yeah. In 
<laughs> and I, this was that. It's like in 20 years you're gonna he's gonna go back and watch this, or his kids are gonna go back and watch his Super Bowl performance and be like, "What the hell were you wearing? Yeah. Like, why were you wearing that?" But is it me or was Katy Perry last year better? Uh oh yeah, with the the, the production showers. value was was better. I don't. I'm not a Katy Perry fan. I didn't. Oh my god, you don't like I kissed the girl and I liked it. No. Uh, or I'm hot and I'm cold and yes and you know and no. No, I don't like it. Really? I, I've heard. I mean, I've heard a couple of her songs. That I don't like any of them. I, I don't. I'm not even a fan of her. Yeah, I, I love her. Hey, like, let's talk about something that was super depressing and not uh, uh, Super Bowl. <clears throat> I'm really Mr. Segment Segway today. Uh, I cried on Mon. I cried on Tuesday because the first thing that I check on Tuesday after Raw is like, okay, who was on Raw? Was it anything to see? And this was Raw I watched because of one single thing. Daniel Bryan, right, me too. Yeah. or da- Brian Danielson retiring from WWE. I am going to guess that next week they say he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think it'll be not this year, but next year probably. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when they did it, when they did it with Edge, that's how they did it. They didn't yeah. do it the same year. So, I, uh, plus they probably already have planned out who they're gonna have. They did the it the year, year he he retired, uh, look, because he retired right after WrestleMania. Who Edge? Yeah. Oh, uh, his last is that match. Right? Yes, because his last match was at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, he, but they still had a full year basically. So that's what Almost I see as a problem. Years. I think they probably already have all the plans for okay. for that set up, probably. So I don't think they're going to do him this year. Mm. I think it's too close anyways. I think they would want to wait a year, probably. Maybe. Yeah. But how super depressed was you? Like, I, I cried. I didn't... Like I said earlier, I wasn't 100% uh, not convinced that it was going to be a work. Mm. Or at least uh, done in a way where maybe he would have not come back as a wrestler, but they would have done it where, okay, he ends up being, like, this kind of secret power um, of some type. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he comes back as, like, an authority character. Yeah. But but we didn't get that, obviously. And then, I mean, uh, the uh, the point where I kind of started to know is where he started talking about his dead dad. Yeah. if anybody read his book, we did. Did we do the book on this podcast, or uh, uh, we, we did it on Let's Talk Let's Down? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, his whole last chapter of his book oh. is all about his dad, and that was really sad in that book, and it's really it was really sad here. That was the only part where I kind of teared up a little bit. Yeah. Everything else, I was kind of like, okay. Um, I mean, one thing I, to me, I kind of knew this is, was going to probably be coming sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of we just kind of been waiting for it for a while. So, but I was so hoping he was going to get back. But it, it, I saw him. I saw him on 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 Sports Center. 
Just oh, I didn't watch that. I, yeah. I I watched it because he was going to be there, and he, he talked more about it. Um, I read a little thing about it, about yeah. uh, the reasons and everything. Um, and but yeah, go ahead. Of course, the reasons are, are legitimate. I mean... Right, and there was the whole kind of issue, uh, people online at least talking about the different <laughs> doctors, and one had said one thing, one had said something else, yeah. and he definitely dispelled that rumor. Yeah. Uh, from what item to understand uh, from the article I read about it, is he basically said, I went to another doctor and he set me straight about why that doctor had said it was okay uh, when it wasn't. Mm. Um, and it, it all has to do with his, his the amount of concussions he's had and all that other stuff. I mean, he was in the indies for so many years and, you know, when you leave an indie show, there's not, when you're done with your match, there's not a backstage doctor sitting there to wow. say, hey, you know what I mean? Um, but it, this is this is a great loss. Like, I don't think I've been this depressed over. Like, I I was depressed when 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 uh, Edge quit. But you you're not a big Edge fan, so you wouldn't. Uh, no, I mean I, I was sad that. still. I mean it's always sad when somebody uh, is so hurt that they can't do what. They've been doing for their entire life. But, you know, what I don't mean? think like, this is something he's been doing since he's eighteen years old. Yeah. Like he doesn't when it, that somebody's been doing something that long and they that's all they know how to do. Kind of that's in and of itself is sad. So, but I don't think the, anyone, that was the same with Edge. So yeah, but I don't think anyone can say anything negative about Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Like the most negative thing I can say about him is that he married the dumbwit girl. And I mean, yeah, I think she's the smarter of the two, but uh, <laughs> that's comparing. That's not saying much. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like comparing loaf with a little more brain. Uh, yeah, super depressed. Let's talk about something that wasn't depressing, but actually, really, 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 oh, really, really good TV round. Oh yeah, have you TV seen any? Yeah. No. Uh, did you see the SNL skits with Bernie? Nope. Saturday Night Live. Uh, nope. Bernie was on Saturday Night Live this last Saturday. So, nope. and he did say uh, two bits with uh, Larry David. Oh. So if you know Larry David and you yeah. know Bernie Sanders, they're basically the same person. <laughs> so they did some funny skits, and they did this um, Bernie sketch where it's curb your enthusiasm. Except with Bernie instead of, oh, but I Larry need to David, see this. Yeah, go find I it online. I'll, rem, I'll remind you when we're done. But uh, remind with, me with uh, Larry David playing Bernie Sanders Ooh, in a goody. Bernie Sanders curb your enthusiasm. Ah, spin. Goody. Yeah, pretty funny. Goody. Uh, what I have I've I've seen this week. Uh, I begin watching Shark. From the beginning, I j- love James Woods, and I love that series. It's hmm, an underrated show that went for two seasons, and okay. and I'm I was super depressed when it ended because it's I love James Woods, so I haven't seen it for some years, so I decided to watch it again. Did you see any of the Outsiders this week? Nope. I haven't oh. seen any of it. 
you got to go. I, I mean, I really like it. Um, you, I want just want to see what you think because sometimes yeah. we agree, sometimes we disagree. But the beginning, it has like a theme song, and like the opening bit of it, you know. Uh, and I was like, oh wow, I really like that song. You know, when you kind of hear a yeah, song, yeah. and you're like, oh, and I went to look it up, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it. And it's one of those. It's it's just a forty second song that they made for the beginning of the of the show so it's not an actually a real song so i'm going to look for it and i can't find it anywhere until i figured out oh it's just a 40 second song do you remember that commercial they did with uh they had that song for mercenaries the video game yes and that song ended up becoming a song yes Yes. yeah i want that to happen to this so yeah go check out uh outsiders i'm not going to see it yet are you waiting for it to be over or something yes Okay. I want to binge watch it. Since I haven't seen a single episode. Like well, it's only it's only on episode two. So this week will be episode three. So you're not too super far behind. Oh uh, okay, maybe. Maybe, baby. Okay, let's talk about something super good and not super depressing. Let's talk about American Crime Story. Uh season one, episode two. Yay! Not super depressing, a little bit depressing, but <laughs> not super depressing. Uh, I have actually notes this time because I'm not in the hospital, and we we start with uh, Dem- David Schremer crying. Like I love his acting and this, and I I can't explain how good an actor he is. Like how how is it? How is it that a, f- a not funny guy from a not funny TV show like Friends is such a good actor? I th- I really like the scene because it's him like he's praying and all this stuff, yes. and he's surrounded by like he's in this mansion and he's surrounded by like marble and yes. everything, and so it's kind of this weird. You it definitely gives you the feeling that like uh, even really. Re- like even in in this like lap of luxury, things can go really really wrong. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yes. how it opened up. But yeah, go ahead. And then John Travolta comes in uh, as uh, the actor, and and uh, no, as the sorry, I'm I'm a little tired. If you, if people can't hear, we are uh, we are an hour late, and uh, I just came home on Monday. And I'm on really strong painkillers, so I'm still not 100%. So if I fuck a little up, it's because of that. So (laughs) bear with me. You did really good last week, and you were on stronger painkillers, so there you go. Yes, but I'm a little little tired today because, uh, yeah, a lot of things have have happened uh, just like 10 seconds before the show, so... Uh, But... uh, Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about how good John Travolta was in this episode as well. Because I love him as this asshole of an attorney. Like, I'm getting more used to his face, too. Yes. In this episode, in this episode, uh, yes, you see the eyebrows. But it's not as strong as the, the first episode. I think yes. we've just gotten used to it. I yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And and he talks to the chief of police, and they talk about how OJ, <laughs> how OJ uh, got to escape 
police custody. And it's kind of like this has been uh, so much fun because this is like how super embarrassing it is for uh, the police. This uh, this part of of the the trial. It isn't really highlighted in the book. This part, would you agree? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah. So we 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 start with David Schumer giving a suicide note that OJ wrote to John Smolta, gives him to him, and we we get to kind of see see it. Right, and, and it has a smiley face at the bottom. Yeah, it's kind of strange. And, and he, th- I thought that was one of the best lines of this whole episode, was where he's like, "Who the hell signs a suicide note with a smiley face?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of this episode was about the coverage of of uh, the first days of this. Like, uh, I did not know how. M- Big this was for TV stations, but we what, really FX? no no uh, the coverage from from oh, okay. Frankfurt Chase uh, original originally right yes. okay uh, so I remember what? watching it when it happened so yeah it was big, yeah it was on every news channel for sure so we don't get in a lot about the other side but the other side is watching this and kind of discussing back and forth how how embarrassing this is then we see some scenes from outside Nicole's house where a lot of people have like coverage giving uh, Nicole like candles and and uh, uh bears and like posters where it says Nicole on it Oh, you skipped over the Marsha Clark part. Okay, sorry. Uh, well, at least a little part, because th- again, they they make the sympathetic Marsha Clark character. Yes. This, it, I mean, after this reading is the not book, in the book show, as, as at all. Like, th- yeah, this show tries is really trying to make Marsha Clark look like this yes. good, b- good good guy yeah. here. Yeah. Good yeah. girl. <laughs> good girl, right? Yeah, there you go. Whereas in the book, it was. I wouldn't say she was the bad guy, but she was <laughs> portrayed as somebody who was just going to do whatever it took to yes, win. You yes. know what I mean? And in this, you get like her, I don't know, you have sympathy for her. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And we see that OJ uh, drives up to this uh, place in his white Branco. And I have a question for you. Uh, Is that real? <laughs> sorry? Did that really happen? Yeah. Did that really happen? I don't think so. Because I did not see that in the book. And I actually went back and listened a little, like, around this. And this was not in the book. Right. I was wondering the same thing. I was going, um, why? Uh, I mean, maybe it is, like we've said, a lot of this might be from other books. Yes. I I would think that that would have been something I would have heard of or heard about. Him driving up to the grave, like yeah, but I don't know. I guess that could be from uh, what's his name, C E or A C. That's what his name is. Yes. Which we we couldn't remember last week, but we get it. Yes. And I last week I was like, 
we're not going to see any more AC. <laughs> <laughs> and you forgot about the Brackoshites. And I forgot about the Brackoshites as well. Well, I didn't know they were going to do this much internal stuff, because in the yes. book they didn't do a lot from inside the Bronco. But go ahead, we're, we're not there yet. So. Yeah. Okay, uh, then uh, they have a press conference. Um, the police... Has a, or the yeah, Marsha Clark and uh, yeah, the district, district attorneys have a, a press conference. What did you think about this uh, watch? Uh, I mean, it it was trying to put across. I mean, when we cut to the next scene, it's of uh, what's his name? Um, um, oh, the dead guy, the ghost of who? Uh, right. Oh. Now you're now you're going to uh, that uh, mind him and see a show. Yes, but, uh, uh, Johnny Cochran. Yeah, right. And the scene is kind of made to move that storyline along, yes. where he's watching it and going, "Oh, this is what they're trying to do." Yeah, where they're kind of portraying the truth. Really, when you look at it, they're saying the truth, but Johnny Cochran's looking at it, going, "Oh, these people are lying." Mm-hmm. Uh, in this press conference, so yeah. But what was that scene afterwards in this privately home? Did you understand who this guy was? No, I was going to ask you the same thing. Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this guy? The, you're talking about the bald, the bald. Yes. Afri- uh, yes. And we who see him later guy? at a barbecue. I even have written down barbecue scene. What the hell is this? Yeah. In my notes, who <laughs> is this guy? Like I, I have know. no idea. So I guess we will know, because this was the first time we saw him. Right. I mean, maybe we should look it up real quick um, uh, and see if maybe they have a name for it somewhere. But I, they definitely didn't give you any kind of hints as to who this person was, nope. right? Nope. Okay. And I don't see where, uh, from reading the book, I don't know who this person is. So Me neither. Very I, confused. I, I felt super confused about this part. I guess, does this have anything to do with, I mean, is this just the TV show trying to show you what the public is thinking? You know what I mean? I they, think, I think it's going to be a jury member. I, oh, okay. I was, I was thinking he's one of the people in the jury. Alright, yeah, I guess that's possible. That, that could, that could be possible, couldn't it? Um, why? Why else would we follow j- him, especially because he's not that like into the story? I think uh, could he be a jury member? I'm looking it up right now, and it looks like he plays Christopher Darden. Okay, and who's Christopher Darden? I don't know. I I, I know the name. But, Google the name? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I'm okay. I'm Googling all over the place here. Okay. Uh <clears throat> American lawyer, author, lecturer, practicing attorney. He was he? assigned a prose- prosecution of the O. J. Simpson case. Really? Can't be right though, right? It could be. Yeah, I guess so. Um be. I just don't remember that name. Yeah, me neither. Huh. Uh, well, I mean, I I remember Christopher Darden the name. I just don't remember it being like a big thing in the book. Yeah. At all. Um, that is gotta be him. Yeah. 
Okay. So there you go. We had, like, we didn't get anything really about, or, uh, maybe, maybe they said, hey, Chris, or something like that. Yeah. And we didn't connect it, but, yeah. Um, I guess I'll have to watch back and see what, about that. Then John Travolta has a press conference. Then again, this scene is almost just made kind of to make Marsha Clark a sympathetic character again. Yes. Uh, and also way. introduce, uh, like, uh, Kardashian's involvement with this case. Right. Well, I mean, we've seen him in the first episode, but definitely but this, this, this is the first time he gets like press coverage because they ask. Oh, right. His in name. in real life. Okay, you yeah. got to separate the real life from the from the TV show, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. getting confused. Sorry. But uh, yeah, I like this part. I I really liked how he uh, John Travolta portrays this asshole, and, um, and and this is the scene where uh, we get the Kardashian kids again, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, because I see them on TV, and you got the four kids, and they're yeah. all like, and "This it is has how no- they spell Kardashians. This is not that hard." Right, and it doesn't have anything to do with the actual scene. They yeah. just cut to it because it's. Kim and Chloe Kardashian yes. being yes. kids. Yes. Very strange. Yeah. FX, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about them. <laughs> but it's it's to make him more human as well. So I kind of like it, but I I don't. Well, I I yeah I understand what they're doing, I guess, but yeah. it's just it seems out of place, and I just don't need it. And yeah. After what two weeks ago, do I? Did a Norwegian TV show and I couldn't get away from Kim Kardashian. Hey. And now I go onto this TV show and we get more Kim Kardashian. It's like I can't get away from these people. Okay, <laughs> then we we get this hippie one. <laughs> I love this hippie one. Right, I, I remember this part from the. This was definitely straight from the book. Yes, yes, yes. And and they see OJ, and they get super like starstruck. And uh, who's uh, riding the car that we didn't think was riding the car? <laughs> we forgot. Uh, AC. AC, yes. Which, of course, was his football friend that we talked about in the last show. Yes, and we didn't remember the name. But what's a great actor, AC? Who, who portrays AC? Uh, yeah, he's pretty... Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he's pretty good. I've never seen this guy in anything else before. Me neither. But in this, he's, he's good, so, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of about Branko stuff. The the police has them actually in their shooting. Uh, like, they, the car stands still in the middle of the road, and two policemen are trying to, to get a hold of him, but OJ is, is kind of uh, holding his gun to his head. At kind the, of, yeah. He, which meaning he is. Yeah, yeah. He's in like the back seat, and the windows are all tinted, so they can't see into the back where he is. They so would you see, see say he's kick, kicking at in the back seat, kicking in the front seat, wondering which seat he go? Right, Friday. Oh, yep. Uh, <laughs> so many references. Uh, then we go. Uh, to to the sh- the house and we see 
so many posters on the gate. Like, OJ, I love you, sign. Uh, what else was it? We support OJ. Right, it was just a bunch of, like, uh, we heart OJ, we support yeah. you OJ kind of signs. Uh, and then there were people, like, out all, like, out in front of the house. Yeah. On the, out on the street, not past the gate, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so David Trimmer, uh, comes to the house. He tells, uh, the children of OJ that OJ is probably dead because he wrote a suicide letter. And this was really hard to watch. Oof. I kind of knew it was going to happen, but yeah, yeah. I, it was, I mean, cause they were, watching TV yeah. when he started saying it, so I was like, obviously I knew exactly what was going to happen, Yeah, but it was still like, if that really did happen that way, mm. uh, wow, that would be like, yeah, not only really hard to deal with, but uh, for Kardashian, he must have been like, wow, I feel like a big doofus. Oops, I just told his whole family that he killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then then, seconds then later, seconds right. later, live from the White Branco, here's OJ. <laughs> oh, it's so strange. Yeah. Then we kick back to the the super deluxe house of John Travolta. Oh my gosh! What did you think about this house? Uh oh. Oh right. Yeah. I mean, we just see the front of it. You don't really go through the inside of the house, but yeah, it's yeah. You know. It's a ma- Beverly Hills mansion. It's yeah. a Beverly Hills mansion for reals. And one of the biggest surprises, because I didn't know she was actually in this. The wife of uh, uh, Shapiro. Right. Shapiro, yeah. And the wife of Shapiro, where have I seen her before? I don't know. I I, I didn't even. I didn't notice. Then we see some real. Time footage of Bob Casta. Bob Casta's. I, I had to look at it for a second to go like, is this? Yes. Like this a, is, is this real. remade to make it look no. like this? But no, it's definitely real. It yeah. is the real coverage from what game? The world. I don't know. It was something basketball. Yeah, something basketball. It uh, was like the fi- the basketball finals of some type. We see. Some parts from uh, a TV station that is showing kind of uh, the basketball basketball game again. And they discuss that they need to cut to the coverage of O.J. Simpson driving the car. So this was a big deal in the States. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the thing about it was like... Yeah, like I said, I remember watching this happen yeah. at the time. Mm. So, yeah. And I was pretty young. I guess I was probably in sixth, uh, fifth or sixth grade, I guess. I'd have to... Yeah. The actual timeline I'd have to look at. But um, I remember it from back then. And, uh, it's so funny. It, I, like I said, it cut into every news, uh, every station yeah. uh, on TV. So... And, and this she... was also at a time when, like, cable was a thing, but there weren't satellite... Dishes and cable, even cable, didn't have like a thousand channels. It had yeah. maybe a few, like a hundred, a few hundred channels at, at the most. So. And we get some some real coverage 
what the of this prank or chase actually on the TV. So that's oh yeah, they do it a a bunch of it actually, yeah. like uh, in different ways. There's I love there's like I a love scene in, in like in the bar yeah where they kind of cut it in using a TV yeah. It's so interesting. And uh, then we <laughs> got some some strange like this suddenly in in this pizza shop. I I was like. What is this? Why are they in this pizza shop? I have it written down too. And this was completely just a product placement for Pizza Hut. Yes. Yep. So strange. Then back to the family of O.J. Simpson watching uh, the Brank Chase. And then we get O.J. Simpson uh, talking to uh, Kardashian. Over the phone. And I really like this. Like, this is one of my favorite scenes of this episode. Maybe my favorite scene, actually. Like, OJ crying on the phone to Kardashian. And looking at their stupid, big cell phones. I was thinking, oh my gosh, those cell phones. (laughs) Especially the one in the car. It's so big. Oh yeah, it's one of those ones that's like a corded actually, cell phone that yes. would have like gone and they would have you would yes. have had to actually hang it up on an actual receiver and everything. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, I remember I had a friend's dad who had one of those when I was a kid, and it was just it's ridiculous, super. giant thing. Took up the whole center console of like the the uh, car. Yeah. Yeah, and the phone that uh, uh, David Karashin has is so so funny. So, we got some uh, picture of the police uh, getting ready to shoot him, <laughs> it looks like. Oh, are you talking about when the SWAT, SWAT team comes yeah, in? Yeah, gets ready. Right. And the TV station gets to clip <laughs> an OJ Simpson goodbye reel. How depressing is this? And funny. <laughs> I didn't think it was funny, fun. but it was just like... Uh, so, showing you how the the whole news uh, system works. You yeah. know, they're already ready for him to get shot. And they, right before that, you saw the SWAT team, like, going into his house. Yeah. So, yeah. Then Johnny Cochran on TV. Again. And I just love this guy that he's played, Johnny Cochran. Yeah, he he looks the part. He got the <sighs> voice. He's got the voice pretty much down. Yes. And, uh... This scene was a little out of place, I mm. thought, but it did its job. So. It fits. It fitted in, and it was a part of the book, so. Right. So, more inside the Branko scene, the police chasing them. Uh, the police wanted to talk to... to uh, uh, oh, what was his name in, in that's driving? Again? AC. AC, yeah, sorry. And AC gives the phone to OJ, and they talk a little, like, try to calm him down. So then we get this r- random bald guy that wasn't random at all. <laughs> that was actually was in the defense again. Is that the next scene? Yeah, okay. Yeah. This, this must have been the barbecue scene then. Yes, huh? the barbecue scene. All right, because this is the part where they have, like, a... 
Why do they have a TV outside at a barbecue? Because they were following O.J. Simpson. I guess, but they have the TV is like just all set up and ready to go outside. I don't know. It's huh. just kind of strange. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but uh, I was right. confused who is this bald guy. But <laughs> right, this is the now same scene that I, I wrote down that too. <laughs> now so. we know. <laughs> uh, then we get a lot of uh, like inside the district attorney again scenes, and they see the kind of what could you call it? Uh, like a this is your life, O.J. Simpson tape, and then we go to the bridge, and I write down this is so strange because, like all those people having signs, and and like what what was does it say the juice? That was What's his name. Yeah, so this is what's his nickname. Yeah, I put down that as a question. Because mm-hmm. I'm not into American football. Right, because OJ, Orange Juice, so his name's... Oh, uh, I didn't... I didn't uh, you didn't put that together? Nope. Yeah, there you go. Then we get people chasing the Branco with signs, we love you, OJ. A lot of people, like, chasing this Branco around with signs. I love oh, I wouldn't this. say they were... Tra- I think they were more, wa- like, waiting for him to come yeah. by more than chasing. I wouldn't say chasing. Well, yeah. well, okay. There are also people waiting at his house. So yes. this is just... There's a lot of people all kind of w- trying to get a glimpse of this happening. It's basically... So I thought when they were, came to the house, he would go right out. But no, this is kind of a hostage situation. Because age well, not, not a hostage. Well, well, yeah, kind of. I guess they're. I think they're more worried about him killing himself. Yeah. And the f- fact that he's a celebrity. Yeah. The police don't want to have that. But he sits in the in hands, the Branco you know? forever before he comes out. Right, because we, I think we go to commercial, right? Uh, yeah. And we come back, and it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. So. And we saw see different people like looking at him getting out of the car. He, he's talking to the police. He's talking to to uh, his friend um, David Trimmer or David Karashian. And this is also one of the best scenes. Like I love this scene as well. Like this shows how good David Trimmer is. Like. I can't explain how good this end scene kind of of this episode because David Schumer more or less like talks him out of the car mm-hmm. and hugs him. Gives, yeah, I thought this was the best scene of the yeah, show or he, uh, this episode. I mean, and uh, yeah, he he hugs him and he goes inside the house for a little while. He gets to talk to his mother. Uh, that was the point of the the hostage situation all all time and we get to see a little like from the uh district attorney's point of view then we get this bald guy again <laughs> uh and uh yeah we end this uh this episode with uh, a OJ getting arrested yeah and put in the cop car and driving away. away yeah yep so in the next, I assume next time we're gonna come back and we're gonna get the interrogation yes. parts. 
the secondary yes. interrogations yes. and everything like that. So should be interesting. It's going to be more interesting, yes. I still think this show is good. I didn't like this episode as much as the last time, maybe. I think I liked it uh, just as much. Uh, but I, I like the Bronco chase scene. I thought, yeah. I think they did a good job of portraying uh, the media involvement Definitely. and uh, how the perception of of the public. I think they did a yeah. good job of of showing that in this episode. So this is a five star. Uh, I gave five uh, five and a half to the uh, to the first episode. I would give this five. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know where I would put this. Uh, next to the other one. Oh, uh, I gave it four, four and a half last time. Sorry, out of five, I'm giving this four, and you gave it a four last time. I'd probably stick with the same. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty much on the same level. I mean, it it seems like the show kind is of a done. Continuance, as as I said before, we start started recorded. This is kind of a con- continuance of the last episode. This could be. I didn't think so, a hundred percent, because the last episode had a lot to do with the uh, stuff leading up to what we have here, and this was kind of uh, the culmination of the last episode. So I I see how it was separated, Uh, and then we got the addition of uh, this bald uh, lawyer. Uh, So I guess that's kind of the character we got added here, and I'm guessing we're going to get another new character added, maybe two in the next episode, so we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the movie this week? Uh, yeah, I watched, uh, Murder Rap, the, uh, documentary about... That's so um, funny! I have that what? on my list! <laughs> did you? <laughs> yes! Did you watch it, you watched it this week? Yes! What did you think? Oh, that's funny. No, say, say you, yours first. Uh, I mean, I I thought it was good. I thought it was well put together. Um, That's so funny. It was. It felt a little um, TV movie uh, to me. So TV movie. <laughs> but it wasn't a TV movie, right? No. It was. Yeah, but it felt TV movie. <laughs> um, but it had a lot of good information, and I, the analysis is really good. And then the conclusion of it is kind of mind blowing, really, yeah. when you think about it. So. So, uh, the, the full title is Murder Rap Inside the Biggie and Tupac Murders. And, and uh, if you haven't seen this documentary, would you call it kind of a speculative documentary? Um, n- I wouldn't say it's speculative, because they kind of back up everything they say with interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, these guys could be lying yes. about a lot of stuff they're saying. But it's not like their their accusations aren't backed up by something. Yeah. So, uh, in that sense, I wouldn't say it's speculative. But it is. Uh, I wouldn't say their sources are the most reliable. Credible. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Now it's 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 a really interesting documentary, and you know my love for documentaries. Like, uh, I had a documentary as my best movie of last year. So. Uh, yeah. And this was, 
I it's I wouldn't say it's the best documentary ever, but no, the, it's definitely the not. story of it is interesting. Yeah, that part is interesting, especially a lot of the gang ties and stuff like that. That I mean, I never knew about it. So I I think I would give it a three seventy five out of five. I would give it a three and a half, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, something probably like are that. Around the same. It's yeah. just not. It's not a super high quality doc. So oh, no. there you go. Definitely not. I also, for some fucking reason, watched the Fifth Wave. It's oh, I heard that's good. <sighs> really? Maybe it's the original one that that's good, but I heard. Isn't is this the remake? 2015, 16, 15, 16. Okay, I all think. right. 15, 16, 16. Yeah, okay. it's. A, I mean that, that. Yeah, it's a new movie. <laughs> okay. But I I thought there was a movie that came out that was like, um, I want to say Swedish or something that was called The Fifth Wave. Okay. That had really good. Uh, because this is not good. Yeah, if this isn't... Yeah, okay. Go ahead, then. <laughs> uh, how did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm curious. 17%. 17%, yeah. Yep, <laughs> really, really low. <laughs> Nothing good to say about this movie. Like, it's horrible. It's it's atrocious. It's really, really, really bad. Okay. It's not good. good. Oh, okay. There was a 2008 film that was a German film called The Wave. That's different. Ah, My um, bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, almost the same. Uh, <laughs> hey, do you know what was a good movie? What? Uh, the movie we are going to discuss in this uh, week's Seen It, Seen It Not. Bridge of Spies, and here's the audio for the trailer. They've got our guy, our spy pilot. They've got their spy. We want you to negotiate the swap. I'm an insurance lawyer. Are you good at what you do? This will be a first for the both of us. You should be careful. Do you know how people will look at us? The family of a man trying to free a traitor? Every person matters. Why are we hanging him? He's a spy! We need to know what the Russian is telling you. We're not having this conversation. Don't go Boy Scout on me. We don't have a rule book here. We call it the Constitution, and that's what makes us Americans. Where do they want this negotiation? East Berlin. People in my country consider this an act of war. The next mistake our governments make could be the last one. Standing there like that, you remind me of a man when I was young. Our house was overrun by border guards. And this man, my father's friend, he was beaten. Every time they hit him, he stood back up again. They hit him harder. Until he got back to his feet. I think because of this, they let him live. And I remind you of him? Standing man. Standing man. It's 
So that was the trailer audio for The Bridge of Spies. A Bridge of Spies. Did, did that sound British? Bridge no. of Spies. It sounded As, uh, Connery, Scottish. Oh, yeah, I was yes, going to say. Sean Connery. Connery. Bridge of Spies. So what's Bridge of Spies about? Uh, look. Alright, so during the Cold War, an American lawyer is recruited to defend an arrested Soviet spy in court and then helped the CIA's uh, facility, oh, facilitate an exchange of the spy for the Soviet-captured American U-2 spy plane pilot. So, yeah. Hmm. That is what our movie's about. And uh, well, did this came put, out yeah, uh, yeah. October uh, 2015. Uh, is it uh, directed by anyone you really... That's what I was about to get to. Oh. Directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> uh, of course, everybody knows Steven Spielberg. Who? If you don't, <laughs> I've been living under a rock. Uh, written by the Coen brothers and somebody named Matt Sharman. Yeah. Who I looked up, and this guy has written nothing. I think he did like a children's show before this. But it's kind, it. kind of interesting that he is working with the Coen brothers. Uh, yeah, and I, I I think this is uh, the first thing that the Coen brothers and Steven Spielberg have worked on yes. since True Grit was in 2010. They worked together on that. Um, so this has Tom Hanks in it uh, as the main Mars character, Mars. I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> right, everybody knows Tom Hanks, so I'm not going to go into what he's been in, but then we have Alan Alda. Of course, from MASH, he was in The West Wing, which Fro loves, uh, and he's currently in The Blacklist. Uh, we have this guy, Mark Relance, R- Relance? I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name, but he was in Wolf Hall, so Fro likes that show, I know. Uh, he's mostly a stage actor. Wolf <laughs> Yes, I, I like that show, but it's got... It's so so. It's fu- fu- so funny because, like, when you said Wolf Hall, that sounds like a teenage movie, doesn't it? Like some some wolf is attacking in the hall. Oh, like a uh, uh, teen. What's that teen teenage wolf? teen wolf? Teen wolf yeah. yeah. <laughs> wolf Hall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Playing ba- playing basketball. Yep. Yes. So uh, this guy's mostly a stage actor, so he's mostly in plays, but he is uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor uh, for this role mm. uh, in the Oscars. Uh, and then we have a- Amy Ryan, isn't it? She was from The Office. She was from The Wire. Yes. And she was in Birdman, which I haven't seen yet, but it's on my list. Uh, poster looks uh, very plain. This is Yeah. Like- not a poster. poster. Yeah. Um, and Tom Hanks looks like he's made of leather for some reason <laughs> in this poster. Doesn't he look like he's yeah. made of a hand, like handbag material? Yes. <laughs> he looks like you ever see that, like that bedliner, uh, truck bedliner spray. That's like what his face is made of in this for some reason. Okay. And then it's got like an American flag and a Soviet flag uh, on either side of him. So, um, and it says, in the shadows of war, one man showed the world what we stand for. So, you seen the trailer. Right. 
Uh, this looks like a Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg <laughs> war movie to me. That's what. It's pretty much all I could say about this. Is that's what it looks like is oh, a period you. piece. Uh, uh, you know, from that time period. Um, and it basically uh, it looks like a movie about Tom Hanks being chased uh, around. Is what it looks like from <laughs> the trailer, right? How long is this movie? <laughs> I don't really know the actual... I know this is based off of a kind of a true story, but I don't even know that story. Yeah. So from the trailer, I only got so much, I guess. Um, uh, what were you saying? Sorry. How long is this movie? Uh, let's see. Uh, what? It's like two, two, a little over two hours. So It felt longer. Two hours, 20 minutes. Oh, uh, it's, I yeah. mean... That, oh, yeah. Not a, it's not as long as last week's movie, but it's still pretty long. Still pretty long <laughs> last week's movie was wrong. long. Uh, yeah. So it had a budget of uh, $40 million. Uh It made 15 and a half about in the opening weekend. And so far it's made uh, around $72 million. Wow. So it's, it's it's made, and that's in the U.S. Um, so it's it's made a good amount of money back so far. Uh, IMDb, it's got a 7.7. Out of ten, uh, Rotten Tomatoes got a ninety-one percent, yeah. so that's pretty damn good. Uh, Do you know what that kind of uh, is the movie? Like pretty damn good. I I would say it's a pretty damn good movie. I don't feel like I've seen Tom Hanks in anything in a really long time for some reason. Okay. I don't know why. I'm sure I've seen him in movies recently, but. It just seems like I haven't seen him in anything in what, a while. What was his last movie? I have no so, idea. Yeah. I'd have to... Ugh, that's the whole thing. That's why I just can't think of anything he's been in in a while. So, Yeah, what was um, his last movie? <laughs> like, you, you're kind of right. I'm not sure if I've... Was it... Oh. Huh. Uh, okay, here, let me look it up real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. This to- is... Oh, Toy Story, of course. Oh, oh so yeah. Yeah, but... But that's not really... He wasn't, that's like, not really in him. it. Yeah. Right. The, the Pacific, a TV miniseries? I didn't see uh, that. Uh, the, uh, Angels and Demons 2009? Was that really the last yeah. thing he was... Is it that long? Wow. Uh, uh, we haven't seen him in a while, then. Okay, oh. well, there's a couple, like, Captain Phillips, Saving Mr. Banks. Nope. I haven't nope. heard of any of those things. I, I actually seen uh, Saving Mr. Hanks and uh, Banks, I mean, and I <laughs> I, I still don't remember him in it. <laughs> okay. something. It's about, uh, uh, it's the, the, in the, uh, about the making of... Um, of uh, oh, uh, that children's movie with a spoonful of sugar and medicine go down, medicine go down. Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Sorry, I was coughing. Otherwise, I would have said something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Ithaca, 2015, I guess. But that was the same year. So yeah, try um, not to kill yourself. What? With coughing. Oh, no, I'm fine. Uh, so, yeah, Saving Mr. Banks is kind of like in 2013. But before that, 
The only thing I, yeah, Da Vinci Code was the last one. So, there you go. Um, where was I? Oh, trivia. So, uh, the, the original title of this, I guess, was St. James Place. So that's what the title they filmed it under. Really? I don't know what that means or what it has to do with this film, but Me neither. Do, anything. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, after watching it, does that mean anything? But, uh, oh. uh, I guess that's the place they, uh, Spoiler alert, uh, actually switched, uh, um, uh, Spice. Okay. Uh, I guess the, the band U2, uh, they got their name from this plane in, in this movie. Really? That's where, or I mean, not from this movie, but the original story. Oh, yeah. That's where U2 came from, the name of the band. Um, I guess there was, this was originally supposed to premiere in Paris. Uh, on November 15th, but oh. uh, the terror attacks on November 17th, or se- uh, 13th, sorry, uh, they ha- they ended up canceling the premiere of this, so, yep, so, yeah, that's pretty much all the trivia, so what did you think of this movie, bro? I think it's a pretty damn good movie. Like, this is going to, the, like, Steven Spielberg is either... Really, really good, or really, 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 really bad. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, m- I would say more than not, he's good. But yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, the man made uh, a really shitty version of of uh, of uh, uh, Indiana Jones movie with the uh, the last Indiana Jones movie. Right. Uh, but, also, I mean, you can't... It, I mean, the directing was all right. It was the story that was the problem with that. And he didn't write it, so it's not... Right, but he, he wouldn't... He uh, Like, uh, uh, the first movie that comes to mind that I fucking hate about him is Amistad. I think that's atrociously bad movie. Yeah, that was a while ago. I saw that in the theaters, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember it. boring. Well, it is boring. I remember it's that. so... Extremely long, and I didn't like Lincoln either. Like Lincoln was also extremely long and extremely boring. Oh, and War of the Worlds was. Oh, like, what a shitty movie! That was a terrible movie that he ooh, made. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So he's either he's hit or miss, and and the man can make good movies. And good historical movies. Like, one of my favorite Steven Spielberg movies is definitely... Uh, Saving Private Ryan? No. Uh, Schindler's List? Uh, no. If you, maybe if you're quiet for like two seconds, <laughs> I will remember the, the name of the town in Germany. I know the name of it, and I'm still being quiet. <laughs> Say it. Munich. Munich, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> That's my favorite Steven Spielberg movie, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Have you seen it? it? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. That was... Really good. That must have been from the early 2000s, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but back oh, to this 2000, movie. 2005, it okay. says right here. Yeah. So. Back to this movie. 
there's nothing wrong with it, but it feels like there's nothing right with it either. It's kind of... I wouldn't call it boring, but I would call it kind of... It is really satisfied with itself. It it shows that it's kind of we did this. We are um, we made a good movie. This is what it 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 it, it, it doesn't have anything special about it. But there's nothing wrong with it either. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, they're trying for a period piece, and they spent all their time. Yes. Getting the period right and, it, and maybe and it's not right. spending so much time about making the everything else about it good. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So the, the, there's nothing wrong with this movie. Like the, the the acting is good, the direction is good, uh, the plot line is good, but it feels like something that could be done better. Like it feels like it's kind of yeah, it's com- kind of complaint uh, complaintive complaintive something a word that reminds you of that. Okay, itself. I don't know what you're saying. Complaintive, complaint. Oh, I'm tired. Co- completed, completed. Thank you. There we go. It's kind of completed in in a way that that it's not. Really interesting, but it's not really boring either. It's kind of, uh, uh, oh, I've seen that movie, it's a good movie, I am going to forget it in five minutes. <laughs> but it's right. still a good movie. It's still a movie that I would watch again if it's on TV, but I wouldn't seek it out. Do you understand? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it, I mean, it definitely looks like a period piece. It definitely looks yes. like it's they tried to make it about this historical event and whatever else. And that yeah, I mean, so it's a good movie. That's not always the most exciting yeah. uh, thing you could do with a film. So it's a good movie, but it's not that interesting. All right. Well, I think uh, I am going to say. Do you want to score? Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Three and a half out of five. Not bad. I guess I'll I'll say see it uh, from what I've seen. Yeah, but um, but yeah. What do you think? I I definitely say see it, but don't expect anything marvelous. Compare uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan to this. Like, which one's better? I fucking hated uh, Private uh, Private to the Ryan movie. Uh, yeah, but they're. There's similar a lot as far as like time period and everything else. So. There, there's a long story about why I hated that movie, I, and I think we talked about it before. But but I, I freaking hated that movie. So I, uh, I let's compare it to Schindler's List. All right, Schindler's List is such a much better movie than this. Yeah, I mean you could say that about a lot of movies. That's why I didn't pick that one. But all right, let's move on to our next thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Look a sick. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's spring time here, so. Is it spring time for Hitler and Germany? Sure. <laughs> it's spring time for Hitler and Germany. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, I don't think so. 
Oh, such a good movie. The producers, uh, Mel Brooks. Really good. Oh, yeah, I did see that uh, when it came out. Oh, such a good movie. Uh, I'm not a fan. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You don't like that movie? No. Why? It's not... I don't like musicals, and I don't like that movie. So, there you go. You don't like musicals at all? No. Uh, what about high school musical? Did you like that? Oh, I'm just kidding. Nope, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> high school musical. Did oh. uh let's talk two seconds about that. Uh, are you an extra subscriber at smartwrestlingfan.com? Go and check out their show, by the way. Am I a what subscriber? Extra subscriber. Right, yeah. You are? Yes. Yeah. So you can check out their movie movie reviews, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a I have a I have a segment on their show uh, two weeks ago about High School Musical three. Oh right, yeah, I listened to uh, I listen yeah I listened to all of them. So yeah, I listened <laughs> to that one. Did you like it? Uh, I saw High School Musical two, I think. Uh, because I was working in a movie theater at the time, but uh, I it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to tell what's going on a hundred percent, especially with that movie, uh, <laughs> just by listening to what they're saying. But yeah, Oof, such a good movie. <clears throat> so uh, let's talk about something else that could be out of this world. Did you see what I did there? Master of transitions. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell me a little about Nibiru. Uh, yeah. So, I guess we'll start with, uh, this most recent article that kind of came out, uh, uh, what, two weeks ago? Yes. Uh, uh something like that, like two or two and a half weeks ago. Uh, these two guys from Caltech, um, came out with a mathematical model computer simulation of how it would work if we had a, a gas planet, a, an extra planet in our solar system that was moving around uh, the sun perpendicular to the rest of the planets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it kind of, it, it's, this is an old theory that's been around for, Years and years and years, uh, yeah. yeah, about um, this extra planet, and it's kind of been around as long as um, people have been uh, looking into the different planetoids. Uh, but yeah, they call it the ninth planet in this article and in the in the things. But that's only because of the fact that we kicked Pluto Pluto out uh, as a planet, basically. Yes. yes. <clears throat> but if you do the research into the kind of other things that kind of led up to this, uh, it's you can look up Planet X, which I guess would be Planet 10, obviously, in mm-hmm. Roman numerals. So this would have been from before uh, we kicked Pluto out as a planet. Yes. So, yeah, what did you uh, look up about this, uh, this whole I concept, I guess? I saw a YouTube... <laughs> Video 
that it was one and a half hours, and I'm not kidding. Okay. Uh, about I may this. have watched the same one. I watched an hour long one. So. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was an hour. It felt like one and a half. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I searched it on YouTube, and I I'm kind of dumbfounded by this. To be honest, like I I I I'm surprised how many evidence it is about this planet. Right. So, what was uh, the YouTube video you watched? Was it a lecture, or was it like a... Uh, I, 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 I will find it. Uh, if you give me, like, to uh, talk about something, and I... I well, you can it. just send, send it to me afterwards, because I can't watch an hour and a half documentary yeah, right now. Yeah, okay. It, it's called Planet X, the best evidence to date. Uh, right, okay. So, this was the interview with the uh, not an interview it was the lecture right yes with the guy who was like a former nasa yes. person or something yes, yes 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 or was it i saw another one that was by like uh, an it's an anthropologist uh ex-government official right yeah okay i watched part of this but yeah uh, so what did you think bit. about that i think it was super interesting like I I I I found it extremely interesting, and all the evidence he 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 came out uh, for this. It was super compelling. I I started. I wouldn't say that I I I started believing in it, but but I would say it's a lot of evidence for this thing to exist. Right. From a long time ago, hundreds of years ago, oh, yes, people have definitely. been theorizing that this kind of thing existed. Um, even up to the point where we were looking at Neptune and Pluto, when we first kind of found them as planets, I guess, uh, people were looking at how they uh, orbited the sun and, and with the other planets and how their, I guess their orbit is not necessarily as stable as ours. It kind of moves back and forth a little bit, uh, both those planets. So they theorized that there was another planet that was much larger, maybe even larger than Jupiter, is what they're saying this thing probably is. Yeah, and I think and it's a, it says ten times larger than the Earth is what uh, the calculations that these guys from Caltech are doing. So and uh, all about that government will uh, claim bizarre uh, developments is due to global warming when it's actually this planet. That was kind of right. Uh, the thing about that video that you watched, did you notice how this guy was clearly talking to a church group? Yeah. So it is funny to me that this theory is a lot of uh, people who believe in this uh, yeah. are religious. And yes. these are the people who don't, don't believe in global warming as uh, our fault. And they don't believe. Uh, I guess we'll go into the doomsday stuff uh that kind of these people or this theory has kind of come out with right mm -hmm. so um because 2016 is <laughs> kind of a uh a, a special <laughs> date for this planet or at it, least according to these people yes because but, in march it's going to crash with earth I don't think that it necessarily... I think the idea is that it, it's going to go through an asteroid belt, right? It's going to pass through that and deflect 
asteroids into towards the other planets in 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 the inner solar in the inner solar system, I guess. So this planet moves, according to them, what did they say, twenty six thousand years or whatever. Every twenty six thousand years, it gets close enough to Earth to actually affect our gravity, basically. Mm-hmm. So they believe that like what you see as like the biblical flood and the different uh uh the prophecies of the end of times and all this other stuff this is all like the flood was caused by this planet coming into our gravitational field uh if that makes sense and no, so they they also take that no it doesn't at all but they also take that and they extrapolate on that and say the closer that this planet is getting to us that uh that that is causing the what we consider global warming, but what really global warming is this planet coming towards us and changing the tides, uh, uh, because it's affecting the lunar uh, gravity as well. I so that want, I want to say, do 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 do. Oh, we we haven't even got to that that part yet. We're not to the aliens yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> but it it kind of sounds like a theory. That's kind of something the X Files would kind of get into. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, if you have ever seen that show, Ancient Aliens, yes, uh, they <laughs> yes. there are certain parts that they ta- actually do talk about this. But they don't talk about it in the same way. Uh, but they do talk about N- Nibiru at some point in this. Mm. But in that show, I know that. But basically, a lot of a lot of it has to do with that. Is that this planetoid uh, would cause like massive destruction uh, and chaos? And uh, the whole conspiracy behind it is that. Uh, According to these people, the governments of the world have known about this, obviously, for hundreds of years and have been hiding it to so we don't all just go crazy, I guess. Is that why? Yeah. Basically, so that everybody doesn't think the world is just going to end in however many years. Oh, and and for the listeners that didn't understand that I was actually not serious about all the proof and things like that, I didn't mean that. I don't believe this there, by the way. Just to <laughs> have that... It, yeah, it sounded like it at the time. But, um, but I, yeah, so, like, basically, what that guy got into was a lot of that stuff about the government hiding yes. things. Yes. So I guess since you watched the whole thing, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, what they think, why they think the government is doing this whole thing? Well, they they, they think they do it for 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 many reasons. I I guess uh, it's to keep up uh, like you know, the police state thing is is one of the reasons. They like they talk a lot of, about on this video about like control. How much like, uh, and I, I feel that kind of fits into like in conspiracies theories about like how much like the Bilderberger Group and things like that has control of 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 uh, America and this, uh, the world. So they kind of play into that kind of like uh, uh, they don't tell about this because 
they are f- afraid people finding out the truth. So right. this is this is another like theory. They are hiding this from you because they don't want you to know. It is, it's the same kind of mentality yes. as flat Earth. Yes. Right. Where yes. they do, they know and that gives them power mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, so, um, th- in that video, they were talking about the Ozarks, right? That's the, one of the parts that I saw from that video where they're talking about how these really rich people are all building underground bunkers in the Ozarks, uh, which mountains in the middle of America, because that's going to be the only safe place after this planet comes close enough to us to cause massive destruction and basically cause floods and tidal waves and volcanoes and other things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, these rich people are all apparently building uh, secret houses, underground uh, bunkers and things in this specific area because they know that that is going to be the safest place. Uh, so that's kind of where the power thing comes from, is that um, if these people did know that, that every however many years this was going to happen, uh, then when you think about it, it's the same. This is why it goes to that. This is why they're talking to a church group about this, because then just like with the flat earth theory, you go f- if you think about it that way, then you're you're basically saying that God didn't cause that flood. You know what I'm saying? And it, it it's a way that they're trying to say, oh, these people are just using religion to hide this this fact that they actually know, and they're just using religion to control you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of the conspiracy theory uh, behind it, uh, as far as like the government goes. Um, and they covered a lot in that that thing that Fro was talking about, at least from what I saw of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then and they the other also side of also showed the scriptures in this, <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that the whole thing is that is that group of people kind of that's their interpretation of of this mm-hmm. idea. And there are other people's different interpretations of what this could mean. Specifically, there's a guy. Um, did you look anything up about Zacharias Ditchin? No. Okay, so I, um, I wrote down. Well, it, the video I sent you talked a little bit about uh, him. Okay. But basically, this guy wrote a book called The Twelfth Planet. Uh, oh yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. I'm lying. Okay. Yes. So you did look up a little bit about. No, it. I looked up on this video. <laughs> Oh, the video, right. Um, and he basically uses, uh, scripture from the Sumerians, which were like a really, really early civilization, like before Mesopotamia, uh, who had writing. And this guy was like supposedly one of the only people that could read their specific cuneiform. Uh, and he wrote a book about it and his theories off of their tablets about in their religion, there was uh, these things called the Anunnaki, which were supposedly they they called them the ones that from heaven come to earth. That's what they called uh. them. So, what is when you think of something that comes from heaven down to earth? What do you think of, right? Mm-hmm. Aliens. Aliens. Right. So, but this, if you look into there, um, they actually believe they had written down. 
you know, that they believed that there were 12 planets in the solar system. And they had done extensive research on this. And they have certain, like, um, I, I don't want to say tablets, but, like, uh, hieroglyphic-type drawings that show uh, these... Uh, kind of images of the solar system and it shows all the planets and it even kind of it has the sun it's strange because you got to remember this is before mesopotamia but these people had pictures of the sun at the center of our solar system with the other planets circling around it so that is a little weird because we didn't figure out that the sun the earth rotated around the sun till much later you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh much much later for a long time we thought number one the Earth was flat, and in this picture, there all the planets are round. So, you know, these uh, Sumerian people definitely had some deep knowledge of uh, astrological uh, information, one way or another, whether it was from them just doing their own research or whatever else. But these people believe the way they got that knowledge is from aliens, and that these aliens came from Naribu, right? Mm-hmm. So every 26,000 years, these aliens come back to check on us because they bred with uh, uh, lower level humans and created the humans we are today. So every whenever this planet comes back towards Earth, of course, they come to check on us. And that not only is that then they go back to God and they relate that to the Jesus story about the return of Jesus, the return of Jesus back to Earth. They say that that is just the same story. <laughs> so, what do you think about what do you think about that, Fro? <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Uh, I think this is so funny. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is like the worst conspiracy theory ever. But it's funny because, like you said earlier, there is a lot of evidence to actually kind of back up some. Oh of yes, this stuff. yes, 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 yes. Oh yes. So it, it is like the one of the weirdest, most strange conspiracy theories, and it's not. It isn't just held by like conspiracy theorists. Like this whole idea, like I said, it's the idea is held by church groups and uh, even people in kind of the scientific community kind of believe oh, in yes. this stuff. So oh, yeah, yes. obviously not. The, Anunnaki coming from this planetoid <laughs> to check on us. That's a whole other thing. What? This guy, they this don't guy believe just kind of made up. But did you what? read anything? Have you ever read anything about the, the Anunnaki and, no. and the Sumerians? No, 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 no. Okay. You'll have to look up maybe some videos on that because it can get really hilarious, basically. Oh, my gosh. But this is funny. This is another one of those things that we cover. It's not a religion, technically, but it definitely is a philosophy of of how we came into existence as humans, you know? I guess it makes us uh, mo- most uh, sense uh, other than uh, Scientology. So. I think the people that believe in this would just say that, uh, what are the aliens called in Scientology? Oh, uh, I, I, I can't remember uh, right now. Uh, yeah, I just listened to that book, too, uh, so I don't totally uh, know. Uh, starts with a Z, right? No, not T. Tians? Tian, tian, tian. No, you're thinking of the things that are inside your body. Yes, I am. That's right. Um, but yeah, it, I would think that those people would just think that the, 
all the aliens and stuff they talk about in Scientology are just the Anunnaki that we're talk they're talking about in this Sumerian. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask you about the book, by the way. Have you read anything this week? We haven't got to books yet. That's next, right? Oh, oh we did skip before? books. I yeah. yeah, but let's do it afterwards because we're okay. already into this. Yeah, but, okay. um But yes, oh Zenu. Uh, yeah, I knew it, it starts with an X, not a Z. Yes. but I knew it started. Yes, something like our uh, big lord and overlord. Yes, Zenu, of course. Love oh, yeah, you, Zina. Th- this whole Sum- Sumerian thing, uh, alien conspiracy, has a lot. Kind of, I could almost kind of take. They probably took some of this uh, and made it, put it into Scientology. I wouldn't be surprised if L. Ron Hubbard saw some of this these ideas and like took it straight off because he definitely just invented that religion. So, um, but yeah, they uh, the whole um, 2012 uh, end of days thing that kind of got um, intertwined in this whole. The reboot, yeah, thing. and a lot of people were thinking that that was going to be what the end of the Mayan calendar was was the return of this planet X. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and th- like we said, people have believed this for hundreds of years. As far as like e- even scientists have done theorizations on this for years and years and years, but I just think it's really interesting that. Not only do you know, it just it did, don't you find it weird that this scientific theory kind of thing is this is what uh, Christian religious kind of people believe in? Doesn't that seem weird to you in a way as a former Christian? <laughs> as a former Christian, I'm really glad that you asked me this. Uh, yes, I find it completely weirdo. To be I honest. Mean, I- I I wonder just how much of the Christian community follows this kind of thing. Mm. You know, I mean, what is the percentage uh, that kind of uh, maybe not follow it, but kind of like know about it and maybe go, oh, that that's kind of a thing. And maybe even look into the scriptures, like you said, I, I don't know which ones they did, but I'm assuming in that video, probably they use scripture to justify this. Uh, idea is that what they did? Hmm. Yes. Hmm. So, I mean, how do they how do they do that? Like, what was their they was they, it, their they re- bring up scripture that kind of proves that this uh, planet uh, uh, exists with uh, weak 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 evidence from the Bible. But I'm not a Bible scholar, scholar so please don't ask me about it. Oh, right. Since, I, was just, since, I was just wondering if they were using more like uh No, it's more the, more the like end of days part of it or if oh, they no, were no. using like yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, no. But uh yeah, uh I mean I, I as as uh agnostic I, I, I find this I find this very kind of insulting kind of because uh it, why? Because uh, saying it's another planet's fault, we have uh, problems on Earth, is kind of taking away our responsibility. Uh, as far you're talking about, as far as like global warming. Yes. 
Well, yeah, definitely. I and, think that and, is and, why we're seeing that in. I don't think you would see that in anywhere except for kind of that church group setting. Is because those people definitely won't, they don't want to have to say, oh, well, it's our fault. But so, that yeah. has been a problem with Christianity, like at all. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, they encourage like almost polluting the earth because they believe it's going to be a new earth that we are right. going to live on, and that right. God would never, uh, never. Uh, well, I mean, if you're if you really believe in like end of days prophecies from the Bible, and you believe that Jesus is coming back, and that the four horsemen are gonna of the apocalypse are gonna come and kill all these people and uh, wipe the earth clean, you know that kind of thing. Mm. Like, if you really believe that that was gonna happen, like in your lifetime. If you were, you know, whatever, a Christian mm. of whatever denomination, um, why would you worry about not, like, littering? Why would it matter? You know what I mean? We're all going to get uh, sucked up to heaven or sent down to hell anyways, you know what I'm saying? So ruining the earth to somebody who thinks it's going to end anyways, doesn't really, they don't care, you know? Mm. Uh, I think that's a lot of the problem with the political right sometimes and why they deny... Um, climate change is because they go, well, it doesn't matter because Jesus is going to come back soon anyways. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. That's the way I see it as an atheist, I guess. Hmm. I, I, I guess, I guess I, I, I mean, if you were a Christian and you were looking forward to Jesus coming back because you believe that you're whatever going to be taken to, with him to heaven after the uh, what it, uh, the uh, the rapture. You know what I'm saying? If you believe in all that, like, why wouldn't you want to, the end of the world to come? Because that's when you're gonna Jesus is gonna come back. You know what I mean? So you'd be like, hell yeah, nuclear war. Let's do it. Have Jesus come back so we can go to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Kind of works like that. I, I just think I, I think we as a human race, uh, as Christians, as an ex-Christian, I would say that one of my biggest problems and one of the like one of the things that got me thinking about leaving Christianity was this feeling of no, we don't have to take care of the next generation it's all about us it's 2000 years since Jesus has been on the earth he is surely coming tomorrow right and I, I feel that is kind of yeah I kind I, I mean I, what I, if you if you believe that if you were a Christian and you really believed all this and, and you right. believe that nuclear war would bring the end of times right would you do it? You know, that's the question. Of course I guess. not. But I, but, I know. I mean, not you. I'm saying with somebody who who is crazy who, enough. Yes. Not crazy enough necessarily, but who adamantly believed that if they did that, that Jesus would come back and that the rapture would happen and that, you know, the beginning of a new era would uh, take place because they caused it. You know what I mean? Then they're kind of trying to feel almost like martyrism. Mart. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just. 
I can see people thinking like that if you're so deep into religion that you believe that Jesus is coming back to do all that stuff. Like, why, why not? Why not try to make it happen? I guess is my point. Mm. It's kind of scary when you think about it. I mean, you put Ted Cruz in the White House and he be- he believes that stuff, uh, and he's got his he could have his finger on the you know the nuclear button, uh, and he's going. Eh, it's fine if I blow some people up because, uh, you know, Jesus is coming back, so it's all good. Hmm. And I don't have to worry about all these people getting killed because they'll just be uh, saved and sent to heaven after I nuke them. So it's all good. You know, hmm. I mean, that that mentality is not great. <laughs> hmm. I, I just I don't I just don't get it. I I just don't get why Christians feel like. They can do everything to the earth because they have a belief in the afterlife. I think that's one of the biggest responsibilities as as uh, an agnostic or atheist is to tell Christians to actually think of the, the next gen- generation. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think they focus more on the next generation, or when they do, they focus on more on making sure the next generation has the same beliefs as them, more than worrying about how uh, the planet's going to be for them in the future. You know what I'm saying? So they look at the future and uh, future generations in a different way, I guess, than we do. So it's just that mindset, I guess. I've never been in that mindset, so I don't know exactly how it works, but I see it. So there you go. Yeah, I, I I think it's kind of disappointing, but that's me. So yeah, that was Naribu. Yes, uh, <laughs> and we talked well, about something Nibiru, else. <laughs> I mean, I said Naribu last week too, and yes. I just uh, that's my dyslexia. Yeah. Nabiru, uh Anybody who wants to go look it up, just YouTube it. It's out there. Yep. There's a website called NibiruToday.com, I believe. <laughs> Um, that you can probably go check and check out some information there. Um, and other than that, yeah, it's uh, a real. It's really weird. So everybody, uh, I mean, okay, I, let, we might as well do this because we've done it before. Happy science, flat Earth theory, Nibiru. Which one? Which one takes top? Uh, let's, let's order them one to three. I guess. Oh, could we? <laughs> Could we have uh, Scientology in this? I guess if you want to, yeah. Yeah, I I still think Happy Science has this by a landslide, but I think Scientology comes in a good second. Really? Then, uh, okay. Yes. Then maybe. What was the two others? Uh, flat Earth and yeah. then. Oh, this yeah. one. Flat Earth, this one. Okay. Oh, yeah, and then we had Hollow Moon Theory, too. Oh, yeah. So I don't know where that goes. Fifth. Yeah. All right. I think I'd probably... I, I think Scientology is way down there for me. Really? Because I think... Mostly because I know how made up it is. <laughs> but uh, the problem as with far Scientology- as like, Yeah, okay. It was just a guy who came up with a religion because he wanted to trick a bunch of people into following him but these ones are like nobody's trying to trick you really they're just like weird 
uh, old thoughts, uh, old theories that never went away, kind of. Mm. I think that probably I would go um, <clears throat> Flat Earth, because that is probably the most ridiculous, because we're standing on it, and you should be able to figure that out by yourself. <laughs> um, I guess next I'd go uh, Happy Science, and then Planet X, and then Hollow Earth. And finally, Scientology, I think is where I'm going to go with that. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we should move on. Uh, have you uh, uh, read any books this week? Uh, yeah, I started reading your uh, gi- uh, Christmas gift, I guess. Uh, yeah, like Helter that. Skelter. Um, How far in there are you? Uh, not far. I'm like okay. two hours. Not even. I'm like an hour and 45 okay. minutes in. But I... Listen to it while chainsawing. So that's fun. <laughs> while I was using a chainsaw, I was listening to Helter Skelter. So if you want to increase your, oh, that's funny. <laughs> if you want to increase your enjoyment of Helter Skelter, the audiobook, yes. Yes. do it while chainsawing. <laughs> I, I totally agree. <laughs> we recommend it. Uh, but do you like it? So far, yeah. It's um. I hope it doesn't go in too much of the the uh, OJ book middle direction where they start filling in way too much information. But so far, it's been a lot about the the murder scene. So far, I haven't really got past that. So okay, yeah, it's a long book. I very, I, very I, long. I freaking love that book. That that's one of the reasons why I gave it to because I like giving people books that I like myself. Um, other than, uh, yeah, I, I've read a lot when I was in the hospital because I was bored. Um, so I actually read, uh, two books or something like that in the, the time I was there. But I, I wanted to talk a little about, <laughs> sorry, now I'm going to cough. <coughs> sorry. Um, I wanted to talk a little about uh, this X-Files book, book I bought uh, and how good I think it was because I I, I now read it. I, I just told you that I bought it on sale on Audible, but now I read it and I really freaking loved it and it's really good. And yeah. I also read Once Upon a Time, A True Story of memory, murder, and the law, and it's one of those books I need to read again. I think it's going to be in my next book because it's so incredibly uh, interesting. It's uh, do you know what uh, repressed memory is? Mm-hmm. Do you know that it was a big scam? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're talking about memories from a past lifetime. No, I, I'm talking about uh, uh, people that try to recover repressed memory um, because in 1989, this Ellen Franklin, a young, young California housewife, claimed to recover repressed memory of her father killing her playmate 20 years older, earlier and 
In this like landmark trial, the father was charged and convicted of first degree murder based only on solely on his daughter's testimony. This pr- uh, book uh, chronicles the trials of ploring the remarkable dysfunctional Franklin family and delivers into uh, credibility of repressed memories as evidence. Isn't that Amazing. Uh, it sounds interesting, I guess. Yeah. Well, this has been a sh- super long show. Right. So, uh, I guess we'll do the next week uh, on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're doing news. Uh, we got to do fast lane predictions. Yay. Already. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to cover the big short. <laughs> we're going to do Seen It, Seen It Not. We're going to do the film Spotlight. So, this is going to be. Kind of the set. This will be a second to last week we do all the Oscar noms. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to see Spotlight, and not really looking forward to see Spotlight because it's a movie about child molestation. Yay! Right. So we'll talk about that next week uh, in American Crime Story episode three. Yay! That will be on next week's show. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, no, I'm fine this week. Okay, me too. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 